Have you started planning your summer vacations yet? Making that checklist of things you need to do before that vacation? Now let me ask you the next question. Are you confident your vehicle can handle that road trip that you're planning? If you hesitated, the answer is no. So here's what you do. Just visit Toys and Ford and check out their new and used inventory to upgrade that vehicle of yours. Or you can schedule an appointment with their service center to get your vehicle ready for that road trip. Make your vacations this summer more memorable with the help from Toys and Ford. Summer is a busy time. Holidays, vacations, get-togethers, which also means you're going to need a lot of food. So you need a go-to place you can trust that has the widest selection of products with the best prices and the best fuel saver program in the Chippewa Valley. That's Hy-Vee in Eau Claire. From their meat department, deli, bakery, and more, Hy-Vee has you covered for all those get-togethers and vacations for this summer. Plus, save more money for your vacations with their epic fuel savers program. Make it a memorable and epic summer with the help from Hy-Vee. Hello friends, you have now entered the Man Cave Podcast with Dan Casper, a podcast where we talk mostly about sports, but sometimes we mix in some other fun topics and conversations. So sit back and join us on this episode of the Man Cave Podcast with Dan Casper. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast, brought to you by our awesome friends from Toys and Ford and Hy-Vee. I am your host, Dan Casper. Appreciate you tuning in to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Whether you are a first-time listener or a regular listener, we appreciate you. I appreciate you. On this episode, uh, we're talking straight up Milwaukee Bucks, because the Bucks sound like they've got their new head coach, Toronto Raptors assistant coach, Adrian Griffin. What uh, what to make of this hiring? And again, I know it's it's the NBA. We it's a little bit different than the NFL. You know, with that offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, or maybe a former head coach, or or whatever have you. We don't know a whole lot about the assistant coaches. We may have heard of some names and 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 that sort of thing. Or you look at the pedigree and the coaching tree and, and such, but. When we look at Adrian Griffin, maybe don't know a whole lot about his background, other than the fact that he used to be a player in the NBA and he got his coaching career started with the Bucks back in uh, 2008 and 2010. So let's do a little bit of a background on Adrian Griffin. Why did the Bucks make? This hire. One reason could be is that uh, got an endorsement from their own superstar, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis, uh, it sounds like from reports out there, gave his uh, endorsement to Adrian, kind of was maybe pulling for him or pushing for him uh, a little bit there. So those are some of the reports that were initially uh, out there that Giannis vouched for Adrian Griffin. And that's one thing, too, when it comes to the NBA, right? Players seem to have a a big-time voice and a big-time influence on coaching decisions, and even some players have a big-time voice on personnel decisions or roster constructions. And uh, according to Chris Haynes, said that uh, Giannis had met with Griffin during the interview process, 
and vouched for him to become the franchise's next coach. Uh, Giannis did meet, actually, with each finalist that was reported to in his home uh, on Tuesday before uh, this past Tuesday, a week from today, before Milwaukee came to its decision. And then this was kind of how the process uh, continued to play out. After each candidate spoke with the front office for one last time on Wednesday, Giannis and fellow Bucks uh, star Chris Middleton, and maybe this kind of gives you a little bit of a, a hint that Chris Middleton's going to be in the Bucks' future plans. I know that player option and such is is, is a talking point, and there was already rumors even before you know playoffs were going on that Chris Middleton maybe Mavericks were were a target for Chris Middleton. But you know if this these reports are on the up and up that Middleton was meeting. Uh, with potential head coaches, I would think kind of gives you a good indication that Chris Middleton is going to be a Milwaukee Buck uh, this upcoming year. But uh, according to reports out there, Giannis and Middleton were invited to dinner with general manager John Horst and the ownership team to discuss the finalists, Adrian Griffin, Nick Nurse, and Kenny Atkinson, former coach Head coach with uh, with the Nets, current assistant with the with the Warriors. Now Nurse pulled his name out of the search early on Saturday, and uh, Milwaukee Milwaukee ultimately decided on hiring Griffin. Now we don't know if Nurse pulled his name out because he knew he wasn't going to get it, or maybe he just he was more intrigued with the with the Seventy Sixers. Uh, option out there where he ended up getting hired maybe possibly but you know having the endorsement of your superstar player and Giannis and we know the NBA is all about you know making your superstars happy and doing a lot to appease them that was that was a big endorsement for Adrian Griffin and then Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN also stated that uh, the that uh, John Horst and team ownership became sold on Griffin's leadership presence, character, and ability to oversee high-level defensive teams. Sources said to to Adrian. So there's a few different things uh, that they, Adrian Griffin has has kind of been been known for, and there were some interesting. Um, uh, comments too from from Sam Mitchell. Now Sam Mitchell is a former NBA Coach of the Year winner. He spent some time with uh, with uh, the T Wolves across the border, also with the uh, with the Toronto Raptors. But uh, Sam Mitchell in in some comments talking about uh, the hiring uh, for for the Milwaukee Bucks. This was from uh, from Sports Illustrated, saying that uh, he's a tough minded player, kind of like. Darvin Ham, Darvin Ham, first year head coach with the Lakers this past year, longtime assistant with uh, with the Bucks. But uh, Mitchell said that he sees Griffin as someone who can prov- provide the needed toughness that Milwaukee needs, especially after what happened this this past season. But Sam Mitchell, uh, again, this was you know um, this is from Sports Illustrated, but he made these comments. On episodes of NBA Game Time, I think it tells you something about the character and the type of man that Adrian Griffin is. Um, 
when you look at the Bucks and you look at the NBA, entirely teams because of the money, brand, and the youth of all these players, they want veteran guys. They want guys to come in and bring that tough leadership because you need some discipline. Kind of talking about Adrian Griffin because Griffin was known to be a hard-nosed defender and a great locker room guy. Sam Mitchell going on to say, if you look at Milwaukee this year, as good as a team that they had, they looked like they were missing that tough gene, that one thing that puts you over the top. And if Milwaukee needs one thing, I think Adrian Griffin can bring that. He was a tough-minded player, kind of like Darvin Ham. Darvin is now in L.A. because if he was still there, he would be the head coach. I think they went out and tried to find a guy that has the same type of character and the same type of qualities that Darvin Ham brings, and I think Adrian Griffin is that guy. That's from Sam Mitchell. So, you know, I think, too, and probably what a lot of people expected, Darvin Ham had stayed on to be an assistant with the with the Bucks this year, he's probably the guy that is going to get promoted. And probably probably be the the head coach for for the Bucks. I think that's almost a foregone conclusion at this point. Uh, some other nuggets about Adrian Griffin, as we mentioned, uh, he does have a, a reputation as a high level defensive coach. He's built his defensive systems under Scott Skiles, Tom Thibodeau. Billy Donovan, Nick Nurse. But he also has a reputation for his player development, which includes working with guys like Jimmy Butler and Pascal Siakam in, in Toronto. In fact, with uh with, with the Jimmy Butler nugget, Jimmy Butler back this was during their times when uh Butler and, and Griffin their their paths collided when they were uh spending some time together in, in Chicago. But Griffin has been known for, for his player development skills. And, and Jimmy Butler even went out to, back in the, in the Chicago, Chicago days. Butler lobbied for Adrian Griffin to get the, the Bulls job back in the day. When I think it was right before the, the Billy Donovan hire. And maybe that's something, too, that the Bucks really are, are looking for, for a coach to bring in because when was the last time that the Bucks really had a, a an impact rookie, you know, with the, within the last couple year last few years here? I think we even talked about that a little bit last year. But when you look at like the Bucks latest rookies, Malcolm Brogdon's probably the first name that that everybody's gonna be thinking of. He was a second round pick. There's nothing wrong with that, but you know, when was the last like first round pick that made an impact for this Bucks team? Maybe Dante DiVincenzo for a little bit. Then he had that injury, and then you know, his time in Milwaukee was over with. But maybe the Bucks are, are kind of looking at okay, we need to bring in a guy that that can really develop some of our younger players. That you know, we need some of these younger players to kind of step up. Take on bigger roles, be bigger parts of this team. I mean, you're looking at this Bucks team now, and you know they're strapped for cash. They don't have a whole lot of picks, so maybe for a guy like if they really think Marjan Bochamp, you know, the rookie from this past year, can be a guy 
can be somebody that can see an increased role that has a good future. Maybe, just maybe, they they feel like Adrian Griffin's a guy that can get more out of a guy like Marjan Bochamp. I mean, here's your your list of draft picks from the Bucks from the last few years. Bochamp, Isaiah Todd, RJ Hampton, Jordan Nora, who's not there anymore. Kevin Porter, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. was was initially selected uh by the by the Bucks. Dante DiVincenzo 2018, DJ Wilson, Thon Maker, Malcolm Brogdon back in 2016, right before that was the Rashad Vaughn, Jabari Parker in 14. I mean, you're looking at some of these guys, especially like first-round picks. You go back to Giannis in 2013, he's the only one that's still on the team, I believe. So I I look at this, and you know we look at it too. Like, all right, Bucks haven't had a whole lot of production from some of their younger players, some of their draft picks in a long time, and it's maybe been a little bit harder for some of these younger players to get playing time because the Bucks have been a very veteran deep team. But now we look at the current roster. And we're looking at these players, and it's like, okay, this team is strapped for cash. A little bit older in some areas. We need younger guys to be bigger parts. We need our draft picks. We need these guys to fill in you know, bigger roles on our team. But we need a coach who has some really good experience in developing these young players. Reaching their max. And Adrian Griffin has a little bit of a background uh, with that. So, you know, you're kind of finding a common theme, a common thread when you're looking up different things that Adrian Griffin provides or has been known for throughout his career as an assistant. Tough-minded, tough-nosed, defense, and player development. You're finding those type of, you know, three common themes when you you read all the write-ups, you read all the articles, the posts, or you hear people talking about him, those are probably the three biggest ones that have really stood out to me. Because I'll be honest, like, okay, Adrian Griffin, I, I remember him playing, and we heard his name throughout the process, but you didn't really know a whole lot about him, maybe what he kind of brings to the table or or what may have sold the Bucks on hiring him as being the main guy. And outside of the Giannis endorsement, which is probably, let's be real, probably the number one thing. It's like, you know, the Bucks identified him. They they probably liked him, obviously. He made it as a finalist. And then Giannis talks to him, and, and Giannis comes back and says, I like that guy. That was probably like, all right, that's our number one choice. But outside the Giannis endorsement, it's defense, player development, and toughness. And really, when you look at maybe the Bucks this past year, past two years, when you say what's kind of been some of their shortcomings besides, you know, ever since winning the championship, you can probably say toughness this past year. Maybe lacked a little bit of it. Defense, <laughs> Jimmy Butler, 
It was a one-man show pretty much against uh, the Bucks. No offense to Bam Adebayo and, and the rest of uh, the Heat there, but, I mean, goodness gracious, couldn't stop Jimmy Butler. Couldn't even slow him down. You know, you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. They couldn't do anything. And it looked like they were unwilling at times to adjust. All right, yeah. Toughness, defense, bingo. And then the development. We just went through that list of some of the picks. Granted, the NBA draft might be more of a crapshoot than a lot of other drafts. Outside of like some of your top picks, and once in a while you can hit on those later picks or second-round picks. Like Malcolm Brogdon was a great, fantastic second-round pick. But we just went through a lot of those other names, and it's like, are they even in the league anymore? Where are they playing at? Bucks need some of their younger guys and some of their picks to develop and pan out here a little bit. So you're bringing in a coach that has that experience to do that. Now, will he be a successful head coach? Nobody knows. We won't know. We won't know what type of coach Adrian Griffin's going to turn out to be. He doesn't have the the name power of like his former boss Nick Nurse. You know, he doesn't have the head coaching experience like Nurse or Kenny Atkinson, the other finalists. You know, even under first timers, he doesn't have, you know, the the name of Becky Hammond was a very very popular name out there amongst Bucks fans. I haven't seen if if the Bucks even interviewed her after, you know, interviewing her at one time to be the general manager and head coach another time. I didn't see it. I might have missed it, but I didn't see where the Bucks talked to her. But Becky Hammond was a popular name out there. Would have been a first-time head coach in the NBA. Was a head coach with the WNBA this past year with Vegas. So he doesn't come with the star power or the, I shouldn't say maybe star power is a little dramatic, the name recognition from like a lot of these other potential candidates out there. And I think for maybe a, a, a portion of the, the Bucks fan base, is like, ah, I don't know if I like this move or not because you don't know a whole lot about him. We don't know a whole lot about him because he hasn't really been in that spotlight, hasn't had head coaching experience. But maybe this will work out. Let's see how it works out. Giannis is bought in from all accounts, and that might be the main thing. Uh, I was looking. Uh, I'm going to look this up here. Yeah, I was looking at first-time head coaches, first-time NBA head coaches to uh, win a championship. To to win a championship, and you know, Missoula, if Joe Missoula, the head coach of the Celtics, if they were to go on to the NBA Finals, he could have uh, potentially joined them, but. Other ones would have been Nick Nurse. You had Ty Lue with the Cleveland Cavaliers, 2016. Steve Kerr, you know, comes in, takes over for Mark Jackson, wins it. Pat Riley did in 1982. Paul Westhead did it with the with the Lakers too. This is from uh, looking at the list here from NBC Sports. So, I mean, it's possible. It's pot. I mean, Adrian Griffin's going into a a pretty decent situation, a team with some talent on there. It's possible 
So don't think, just don't assume that because he's a first-time head coach that they can't win a championship or they, they won't go to a championship. Maybe he will be that sixth-time head coach, the sixth head coach to do so. Let's see how it all plays out. That's that's where we're at here. Now the Bucks can focus on an offseason where they really got to look at this roster and make some decisions. You know, it, it sure seems like Chris Middleton is going to be a guy that is going to return for the Bucks. I mean, the fact that he was meeting with management, kind of going over um, some of the uh, some of the finalists, which was very similar to when the Bucks hired Mike Boonholzer. Remember, it was Giannis and Middleton. What was it that that famous breakfast that they had with with Mike Boonholzer before he was hired? Sounds like it was kind of the same thing here with, with Giannis and Middleton. So, I mean, that that probably is a pretty darn good indication that Chris Middleton's at least going to be back for the Bucks this year. But what about Brooke Lopez? What about some of the other depth players here? And, you know, going back to the where Sam Mitchell used a, the comparison of, of Adrian Griffin to Darvin Ham, you go back a couple weeks ago, I believe it was Bobby Portis who even tweeted this. Said, more than anything, they missed Darvin Ham this year. And I wonder if part of that, if you go back a couple weeks ago, that that, that report that the Bucks were even looking at current head coaches. And we were kind of like, oh, okay, maybe you know Taylor Jenkins from, from Memphis. He's a former Bucks assistant. And you're looking at everything that's that's going on with 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 Memphis. Maybe he's a potential uh, guy that the Bucks can acquire. There's Ty Lue's name was was being thrown out there, but uh, maybe they actually tried to shoot their shot and get Darvin Ham back to Milwaukee after spending one year with the Lakers. Yeah, it was Bobby Porter's back on May 17th, uh, tweeting. The only thing that hurt us was D Ham leaving. That ain't talked about enough. There you go. So even though the Bucks got the first seed in the Eastern Conference, choking in the first uh, first round of the playoffs, trying to figure out what what happened and all. Darvin Ham. There's there's one vote for Darvin Ham from Bobby Portis, and now you got Sam Mitchell comparing Adrian Griffin to Darvin Ham. But hey, that's going to do it for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. I'm Dan Casper. As always, thank you for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe and follow the Man Cave Podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms. Hit me up on Twitter at D-A-N-K-A-S-P-E-R, Facebook.com slash Casper Sports. We also got the YouTube channel over there too. Subscribe to that. Till next time, we'll talk to you all again soon. That's going to do it for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Big thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast. A couple of quick reminders for you. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the Man Cave Podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms like Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can leave us a voice message, whether it's a comment, analysis, or a question for a question and answer segment, just get that link in the podcast description. Also, 
don't forget to rate and review the podcast if you haven't done so already. This helps other people find the Man Cave Podcast. And be a friend and tell a friend about the Man Cave Podcast. Until the next episode, I'm Dan Casper, and thank you for listening to the Man Cave Podcast.